Welcome to another edition of the Dementia Care Partner Talk Show. Now, here's dementia care expert Tifa Snow and your host, Greg Phelps. Hello and welcome to the Dementia Care Partners podcast, brought to you by Tover, the creators of the Tover Tovel. The Tover Tovel, which means magic table in Dutch, is an award-winning dementia care tool. It projects interactive serious games that are scientifically proven to improve the quality of life and support caregivers in providing person-centered care. Tover, the power of purposeful play. I'm your host, Greg Phelps, along with Tipa Snow. And Tipa, our topic today is kind of broad-ranging in that we'd like to talk about making the lives of persons living with dementia better through understanding behaviors and how activities can play a larger role in those behaviors. And of course, this could be in the home or it could be for a person in care. And we get a lot of requests for information on this, so I don't know where to dive in. Well, I'll I'll take us back even further, Greg, before we tend to have carers involved at all. I'm still on my own, maybe. I'm still living independently. But I might notice I'm I'm more prone to want to pull back from activities that I used to enjoy, like running or participating in. And and now it's just feeling a little uncomfortable. So without thinking too much about it, I, you know, well, I'll do it. I'll do it later, maybe next time. Um, you know what? I'm going to ask my daughter to take this on. This is, you know, I, yeah, yeah. I'm just not really that interested. So in other words, what am I trying to stay here, do you think? Well, is lack of motivation uh, something directly related to old age or, uh, you know, uh, am, I, am I scared of failure? Oh, so it's not old age, but it is brain change. And so one of the things that can happen is if my brain is starting to feel uncomfortable, it's starting to maybe not really understand, but recognize that something doesn't feel the same. What one of the very common things I might do is start pulling away from activities Um or I might get reckless with activities and you might see me doing things that like really surprise you like gambling or buying stuff online and not even opening it or running credit cards up or drinking a lot or not hardly drinking anything at all or being silent or being really, but you notice my, and I'm going to give you the word behavior. You start to notice that how I'm acting, what I'm saying, what I'm doing, what I'm not doing is not consistent with how I've been. And And that change is what really, I guess the word would be bothers people, (laughs) really irritates it. And then it gets to where it's more than irritating. It's frightening or scary or making people angry or frustrated or so. So it starts, I think, much sooner than people recognize. And so by the time we're noticing it, it's actually a bigger issue between us than we would have thought because things have changed a lot more than we thought they have, (laughs) frankly. So we, as care partners, we may have missed some clues. Hmm. And what we also miss is our reaction to those clues. So we miss just as much as the person living with dementia frequently that we're changing, that we're, mom, why aren't you going? Our voice changes, our um, our behavior can actually even change. You can't just sit there. What are you doing? You know, those kinds of things, which to us seem like responses, quote unquote, to the person, but in fact might be making the whole situation significantly worse. So is it a good time to try and introduce new activities? Yeah. Uh, how do we keep people engaged? What sort of things? Because I, I know there are some things that I have seen 
in care facilities in the past that I, I just I, I just shudder when I think of what we used to do. Yeah, well, we've had a long history of um, of seeing people's changing abilities as though the person was going back into childhood or infancy. So we unfortunately start uh, thinking of activities that would engage a two-year-old and, and think, oh, well, she's sort of acting like that in some way, so I bet that would be good. And it's like, hmm. Well, I mean, it's it's complicated because her visual skills may be much more diminished and changed, like no 3D vision, just sort of a two-dimensional vision, so no depth perception. But that doesn't necessarily mean that she's like a two-year-old in other ways. So um, whereas throwing a ball back and forth with a two-year-old could be like a skill builder for the two-year-old. It could just be irritating as all get out for a person who doesn't have depth perception. And so every time the ball is coming, it's like, whoa, whoa, surprise, surprise. So, you know, I think we pick a lot of crappy activities sometimes because we think they're like a kid. They're like a child. They're like, you know, like, oh, my heavens, I bet she'll like this. Now, that being said, bright colors and contrast can be helpful, but we have to be willing to engage, too. So, you know, really looking at thing activities or opportunities and looking at the person, looking at our abilities and figuring out how are we gonna do this so it doesn't feel like I'm trying to make you be somebody you're not right now. So a little tongue in cheek here, but Tifa, do you ever give me a straight answer when I ask you a question? Because it, it seems there's nothing simple. Yeah, I, that's what I think the things that, that are so frustrating about dementia is, I wish it were, but there's nothing about it that's simple because it changes a person's brain, which changes a person's sensory intake, which changes their motor output, which changes their behavior, which changes our behavior, which changes, you know, you get it. <laughs> so, so nothing is simple. And what this really calls on us to do as care partners is to gain some skills. Well, or maybe ask for some help. I mean, because again, why would you know all that's involved in creating an activity that's based on abilities and recognizes changes and takes environment into account and dexterity abilities and, and motor skill sets? I mean, it, it's, it is complicated. I mean, how we learn to do things seems so natural, but it actually isn't. It's incredibly complicated. And so how you lose the abilities to do things should probably also be equally as complicated. Now, once upon a time, we used to be able to run these things called in-person classes where we could learn some skills. Is that coming back? Yes, yes. At the end of, of March 2022, we are reintroducing some of our in-person opportunities. They'll all be in the North Carolina area. There's going to be one in March, in July, and then there'll be one again in November. And um, we're spacing them out because we truly don't know how willing and able people are going to be to travel. But we want to get back together because we do know that being together is very different when it comes to engagement, particularly, or anything else, really, um, than being virtual. And we can do a lot virtually, but we can do even more when we come together. It's so much easier to do hand under hand, which is one of oh the key building blocks. I, I know people like Jess have been very innovative in coming up with different ways to demonstrate it, but it's not quite the same as being able to do the and actually have the physical contact. So 
Yeah, skin to skin contact. There's nothing like it. Uh, you know, from infancy to death, there is nothing like being touched by another human being and, and touching another human being, frankly. Deepa, are there videos available or are, are we offering online courses with this? Um, we are really at this point thinking, you know what, we have to get together to do this. We will make videos from what we're doing. And from that, I feel certain we'll be putting out some opportunities for folks. Um, but we really want to focus on getting back together because guess what, for us too, it's a long time. And so we'll have a lot of renovation, innovation, having to work through things um, because, you know, of course, there's still some COVID floating around and we're being as careful as we can. We've got all kinds of sort of safety mechanisms in place, but that doesn't mean we can just go back to pretending like there has been no COVID because <laughs> we all know there has. Tipa, thank you very much. Thank you, Greg. You've been listening to the Dementia Care Partners podcast brought to you by Tover, makers of the Tover Tuttle. For more information, www.tover.care. And for more information on positive approach to care, check the website at tipasnow.com.